Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Um, this week, um, I really wanted to get more into like weight training and uh, different types of, uh, of exercises that you can do for different types of muscles. Um, and this week, I actually want to dive more deeper into that and uh, talk about the biceps. Um, the biceps are one of those glamour muscles, right? It's one of those muscles where most people love training because, you know, you want to see yourself look good in a t-shirt, right? You want to see the the sleeves kind of hugging the arm like uh, like you see in the movies and TV shows uh, with those uh, celebrities um, and stuff like that. But one of the most important things about training your biceps is realizing that it's it's a small muscle, right? It's smaller than your chest, smaller than your back, smaller than your legs. So you don't necessarily need to do a whole workout dedicated to your biceps, right? Um, uh, me personally, I like to get a lot of my bicep work done as a secondary activator in my back workouts. So that's why I prioritize a lot of pull-ups, right? And a lot of uh, rows, stuff like that always targets your biceps really well. And you get more, you know, bang for your buck because you're also working out your back, which I feel like is super underrated and is really, really crucial to developing like a great overall balanced physique. Um, And, um, you know, you can also, you can obviously do stuff like, you know, bicep curls and all that stuff, right? But uh, they shouldn't be the brunt of your, your workouts like that. I like to find that balance between the back and the bicep. Um, you know, it's really beneficial to work those in the same workout as well. Um, so you can kind of get, uh, you know, your biceps, like give it a little bit of pump before your uh, back workout uh, if you want, or even vice versa. But yeah, like, you know, biceps, you really don't need to, you know, go crazy with um, because they will naturally grow p- pretty fast if you uh, start to really test yourself with your back workouts. Um, you know, doing stuff like deadlifts, you know, it's not really, it doesn't really contract the muscle as much as like a curl would, uh, but all these things really help keep your muscles tight and strong, right? The stronger you get through doing powerlifting and uh, these compound movements, the more your biceps will naturally grow because you're going to be able to curl heavier dumbbells or do heavier rows that will definitely impact your bicep like that. Um, I know the same can be said for the triceps, but not to the same extent. You know, you're going to get some tricep activation from like chest movements and stuff like that. Um, but the tricep is a bigger muscle, right? Tri meaning three different heads on that compared to the bi, bi meaning two on the biceps. Uh, triceps, you know, really, really does uh, pay dividends to really isolate it. You know, I like personally doing skull crushers, uh, but you know, like simple stuff like a cable pull downs are really good as well. Um, but yeah, like, you know, in, in these, in these, uh, in this, sorry, in this current state with the whole pandemic and everything, um, the best way to go about it is just like I mentioned in the prior podcast, just doing the pushups, right? Moving your hands closer in diamond pushups, stuff like that. Working on that will really help isolate those triceps. Um, but these two muscle groups, the biceps and the triceps aren't really, you know, like in the, in the end of the day like the body there's so many more muscles on it right a lot of people just get too fo- focused into that even to an extent like the chest right only i've seen people at the gym uh back when i first started working out only focus on those three muscles right biceps triceps uh and chest um just because it looks the best when you know you're going out or you know whatever it is like you know people will notice those muscles people you know if you're wearing baggier shirts won't probably won't notice your legs um sorry, your back, but if you're wearing baggier sweats, you probably won't notice your legs, right? So I feel like most people don't want to work those out. But the most important part is just having that foundational strength, you know, using those power movements, those deadlifts and all that stuff, you know, even for shoulders, right, your military presses, get all those compound movements, get yourself really, really strong, 
And trust me, even before you ever even do a bicep curl or anything like that, you'll notice your arms are in great, fantastic shape. And then you can add in those curls and, uh, you know, there's different type of sets you can do. You can go to failure. You can just go heavier with the weight, less reps, different type of thing you can do just to really accentuate your biceps and just give it that little final, like, you know, little look there just to maybe, you know, develop the, the bicep head, you know, and just really add that extra, you know, extra like pizzazz to it basically. But, uh, for the most part, you know, um, you can get that stuff elsewhere and then forearms as well. Right. So, you know, you can technically train your forearms. You can isolate it. You know, I personally do, but you know, it's more of a secondary, even maybe a tertiary kind of thing for me. Right. A lot of my forearm work I get from just doing the rows and doing deadlifts, right. You're, you're actively contracting that muscle, um, with a huge load. That's one thing that's really important. You got to realize when you're deadlifting 200, 300, 400 pounds, that's a, all the, as much as that load is, um, you know, uh, in different muscles in your body, you know, it's all like kind of evenly distributed. Your forearms are still feeling the presence of that 300, 400 pound load compared to if you're doing forearm curls with a dumbbell, you're probably only going 20, 30, 40 pounds, right? So it does make a huge difference on how much muscles are recruited for that uh, particular movement. Um, and that's, uh, that's super important, right? So if you're going to do stuff like, like chin-ups, right? Chin-ups are great for your biceps because you're actively pulling up your body weight, right? Between whatever, 150, 250 pounds. Uh, with a curl, you're only curling, you know, 30, 40, 50 pounds, right? So that's one thing really pay attention to, making sure that you're doing exercises that require you to lift the heaviest possible load because these ones will always, you know, just engage your whole body, right? That the whole point of working out is just, you know, you don't need to go to the gym and work out for four hours doing 40 sets of curls to make them grow, right? Eventually, you're going to start overtraining. What you need to find a way to do is just maximize your workouts, do whatever you can to lift as heavy as you possibly can. And, um, you know, even if your workouts last 40 to 50 minutes, that's fine. My workouts don't go over an hour, just because, you know, you know, after all these years of working out, I've realized, the best ways I can go about making my muscles tired. And, um, you know, like, you know, I find uh, DTP training, which essentially is five reps, five second break, 10 reps, 10 second break, 15 reps. That kind of training is great uh, at the end of workouts just to really burn everything out, right? So uh, when it comes down to like biceps and arms and stuff like that, that stuff is perfect. Like I personally, on my back days, you know, it's 80% back and the 20% uh, biceps I do is that DTP kind of set where I just kind of burn up my biceps, try to isolate them. Um, uh, but at the same time, you know, I don't like training biceps before my back just because I want to make sure I have enough strength. You know, biceps are secondary muscle. I want to make sure I have enough strength to do my rows and do my deadlifts and stuff like that. So, um, you know, yeah, they are important muscles, right? It's, it's obviously important to develop them and keep them strong and everything. Uh, but I do feel like they're overrated and, you know, they just look good on a body and they're really easy to notice. But for the most part, uh, in a well-rounded physique, uh, there's more important muscles, especially the bigger muscles that are, might be harder to build. Those are stuff that you should prioritize and then, uh, you know, focus on the biceps as a secondary thing, right? But all of this just really comes down to the person you are and like what, what, why you're even in, in the workout space, right? What are you trying to accomplish? Um, you know, I just, I, I personally work out mainly just to, I want a nice physique, right? I want to be strong. I want to be mobile. I want to be, you know, um, you know, like if I'm doing athletic events or whatever, like I want to be able to push as hard as I can. Me having a 20 inch biceps doesn't really allow me to do that. Right. Uh, but you just got to figure out what you want out of it and then go about it that same way. Um, but another thing is also if you're taller, if you're a taller person, 
you might need to put more effort into your biceps because the longer you are, the more your biceps, the way they grow, they won't, um, you know, grow too much width-wise or grow lengthwise. And width-wise, essentially, what you want, right? Because it just looks bigger in a t-shirt. Um, so also take that into account, right? If you're if you're a shorter person in general, you know your your bones are uh, shorter in diameter. You're gonna have an easier time kind of making those. 15 inch arms look like they're 20 compared to a person that uh, is much taller or everything like that. But, um, you know, there's also, there's always pros and cons of, you know, being shorter or being taller to, for different movements. Uh, but end of the day, if you can go to any workout you do and lift as heavy as you can and just really push as much as you can, obviously certain movements like bench press, you know, if you're pushing, if you're one rep max or to whatever, two reps, like always have a spotter, right? That's just, I feel like that's common sense. If you're trying something that's really, really heavy, because, uh, you know, you don't want to put your life on the line when you're doing a bench press, right? You don't want to go out like that. <laughs> um, I've had, I've had those thoughts. I've done bench presses where shit's been heavy as hell. And, uh, I, I was so glad I had a spotter because, you know, I always want to push myself that last rep, even if I barely feel it, feel like I can do it, uh, just to really test myself and develop that a part of me. But, um, yeah, if I, if I don't have that, you know, that's, that's just not the way to go out, <laughs> dropping a, a barbell on your face and, uh, and dying. Um, funny story before we go, actually, actually, um, uh, one time I was doing a bench press at uh, LA fitness, maybe a few years ago. Um, I, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was tired really early in the morning, but I didn't uh, put the right amount of weights on each side of the, the bar. And I lifted it thinking it was going to be 135 when in actuality it was like 125 with one side, like heavier than the other. And right when I grabbed that bar, I knew something was wrong. Um, I didn't have uh, the clips on the side, so that I could have, like, luckily I didn't because I can actually uh, swerve to the side and get the plates off. Um, but that bar, before it did that, it kind of fell onto my nose almost, hit the bridge of my nose a little bit, and there's a little bump there still. But uh, that's just a warning to you guys to make sure that always, that you always have a spotter no matter what you're trying to work out, um, unless you're doing isolation exercises. If you're isolating something where obviously there's no risk of, you know, you dropping the weight on yourself, then I think it's, it's obviously, uh, you know, you can maintain that yourself. But even then, um, having a spotter with your curls when you're going really, really heavy, you know, maybe even just giving a light tap will really help develop that area. But uh, yeah, that's just what I want to talk about this week. Um, you know, um, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't work out your biceps, but really, you know, understand that they are a secondary and a tertiary mover in a lot of different exercises that you'll do, right? So uh, you don't need to overtrain them. Sometimes overtraining them just make, won't make them grow as much as well. So, you know, be smart about it. Work your back out really well. Grow that area. Your biceps will be there, I guarantee you. Same goes for chest and triceps. Triceps a little more, you know, definitely put more effort into it. Do dips. Dips are amazing. Chest dips, tricep dips. There's two different variations. Um, maybe I'll talk about that next week. But yeah, that's all uh, for this week, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, any questions you have regarding this podcast or anything in general, you can DM me at Nash D Fitness on Instagram or email me at NashDFitness at gmail.com. But yeah, thanks to you guys uh, for listening and tuning in, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace out.